Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello. All of us at Average on the Couch uh, just wanted to say how sorry we were to hear about the death of Owen Kiffin. Um, who passed away very suddenly this week. Uh, He was a regular listener and a lovely contributor. And more than that, he was uh, a friend and we talked to him about all kinds of things, not necessarily Ambridgey. And he used to make us laugh because he said that every time he listened to us, it seemed to coincide with him emptying the septic tank on his boat. Um, His boat was called Pipsqueak. And he said that he wished he hadn't called it that after discovering that that was David's pet name for Pip, who he couldn't stick. Um, He was a really lovely chap and it's such a shock that he's gone and uh, our thoughts go out to his family and friends. Welcome to Ambridge on the Couch. I was just saying, it feels weird doing it on a Saturday. We, we usually do this on Friday night and it's, it's, mid, it's mid-afternoon on a Saturday. We should all really be having a nap, yeah. shouldn't we? Yeah, um, I'll get to Yes, well, I'll, well, we'll get to that shortly. Um, just to say, welcome to Ambridge on the Couch, an in-depth look at the arches with me, Harriet Carmichael, Jeff Thomas, our Executive Director Cooper, and a very poorly Lucy V. Freeman. <laughs> Q. Oh, poor old Lucy. <laughs> I know, but there'll be a big collective no, because you've just bounced. You've just bounced back from your pulmonary explosion. Yes. Straight into COVID. Yes. Because you probably picked it up at the hospital. Yes. That is quite irritating, isn't it? So you can hear Lucy's... Um... poetic injustice is what it is. <laughs> I'm going to you... complain to someone. I'm not sure who. I'll find someone. I'll write a stern letter or possibly an online petition. I don't know. Dear... No, the government's too busy trying to have match of the day run parliament or whatever's going on now. I've lost track completely. I, I can't mean, I, tell what's hallucination now because of my temperature and what's actually happening. It's just too bizarre. I, I mean, the B, I've had to sort of zone out of the BBC stuff because, I mean, Rufus has just been talking. He's so, like, delighted and excited and <laughs> finds it hilarious. But, I'm, but I mean, I do voiceovers. So... Um, if anybody wants to hire me, I'm not. I'm not good at commentary, but I, I can read a script fast. Do you? Are you good at football? <laughs> well, I've been to a couple of matches. Okay, and I know it's not called the interval, right? And um, I know that you don't have to necessarily wait for the whistle to start it. Yes, and it's not a court; it's a pitch. I found e- that out exactly. And we're not mm. the audience. No, we're the. Well, I don't know what we are. The viewers, and the fans, the fans, fans. Yeah. But um, apart from and that, you don't I know go upstage left. Look, the defenders moving <laughs> upstage left. <laughs> but 
I could just talk really fast into a microphone. Mm. If someone else told me what to say. Yes. It's probably a bit late. They probably, yeah. I think they're just, they're, they're not, they're, they're not having anyone, are they? No, they were going to have, just have commentary and They probably have the Graham com- Norton, he does most things. <laughs> no, but he can't, he can't get behind. The thing is, you, you, you're doomed if you yeah. do, Because you're a scam. You? Yes. Exactly. Yeah. That's why it's so exciting. Well, they have to find somebody that doesn't care then, like Toby Young, who's just, put <laughs> Elon or Musk, he'd do it. Lawrence Fox. Yeah, just exactly. Just somebody who likes the attention and doesn't give a shit and actually revels in the more people <laughs> hate him, the happier he is. Um, How about Katie Hopkins, Lucy? Oh, I thought she was trending on Twitter and I just dared oh, look God. to find out why. I thought, Gosh. no, not now, Katie oh, Hopkins, God. not now. Um, anyway, back to, sorry, back to you, Lucy, back to you. But you, I, I, just, just before anyone thinks Lucy should be in bed, she should be in bed because she's really ill. But, um, and I didn't, I didn't, Lucy, I gave the option to bow out, didn't I? <laughs> she said, look, have an ass. This is what, literally what she said to me just now. I would just take a paracetamol and I'd be fine. I wasn't talking about you. I was saying this is what I would say if it was a member yes, of my she family. She was talking about how unsympathetic she was when people in her family are ill. But if it is a friend, then you can be nice to them. There's yeah. just something about a member of your family being ill that because makes it's you... inconvenient and annoying. Resent them yes. a lot. Not not necessarily a child, but if it's your husband I already give you more than enough attention. You're not having any more you've had your allotted <laughs> oh gosh we're gonna have lots of coughing breaks aren't yes, we sorry yes no, i'll edit no um you don't lucy you don't need to apologize also, for the reason you. i the reason i'm doing it even though i am slightly incoherent is because we are uh, off next week uh when no doubt i will have contracted smallpox or something <laughs> because um uh harriet is skiing again <laughs> Taking her <clears throat> cold sores up a mountain for the it's second a, it's, time. It's an, they've just healed over, just in oh. time for them to be cracked open again. <laughs> Can I just explain? This was, yes, it is another skiing holiday, but <laughs> it's so embarrassing. It's just, it's just like a, an, a like a girly one, basically. It's like okay. a, um, it's like a, this weekend. You know, I mean. People just don't realise the effect of the cost of living crisis. I've only been able to go skiing twice this year. (laughs) Stop it. I'm so embarrassed. I can't tell anyone. I had to tell my agent that it's for like a big, what did I say, a big 40th? Because I was too embarrassed to say I'm just going skiing again. (laughs) It's a big 40th on a slope. It's quite slippy. Slippy 40th on a slope. I just couldn't get out of it. I just couldn't get out of it, guys. (laughs) I had to book my flight. Anyway, so yeah, sorry about that. But um, I think it's good because it gives you time to, um, once you're fully recovered, which you will be next week, hopefully, yes, yes, then yes, you can yes, yes. just have a weekend off. Yes. Or go or go to York like you were supposed to. Yeah, no, I've got me mother. Oh, next weekend? Me, yes, I, next, Oh, gosh, why? Wow, okay, I've got me mother next weekend. Yeah. And then okay. I'm going to Jersey because it is... Oh. Uh, Mr. Newby's 50th birthday. No way. Yes, and I'm oh, yes, taking yes him way. to Jersey to celebrate wow. by looking at pictures of the war, which he will <laughs> like very much. Oh, you have to do all that stuff with bunkers and stuff. Yes, all I those quite bunkers. Like all that, oh, do you? Oh, that's good. Apart have from evacuees, that... which just make me sob and I can't stop. Oh, but... no, it's awful. It's awful. Mm. Have you done the Normandy, all that on, on the Normandy beaches? He has, I haven't. Um, but why did you choose Jersey? I mean, 
Um, it's a really nice place, isn't it? But it's not going to be hot, is it? No, I just thought it was interesting for him because there are a lot of things there that he likes to do. Oh, that'll be great. Um, cool. Okay, well, that'll we'll have a lot to talk about. How exciting. I hope you're, you're blimming well well then. <laughs> just have lots of rest. Yes, okay just then. A, Lucy, just a bit of Neurofen. Yeah, I really yeah. recommend Neurofen Express. <laughs> Pop like two of those. You'll pull be myself right together. Yeah. You just pull yourself together. Come on, love. Come on. You've already had. You've already had COVID. Yeah, I know. It's quite vintage, <laughs> isn't it? Getting it twice. <laughs> I didn't. Wasn't sure. I, uh, actually, to be fair, I know a lot of people who've got COVID at the moment, or claim they've got COVID at the moment. Um, no, but it, it's it's probably there's probably a big wave going round. Yes. Hello. I am I'm at, back. I am at the forefront of it. Oh. Yes. I think I'd quite like your voice, actually. You sound, you're like new Kate. I was thinking I sounded a bit Kate. This morning I sounded like Barry White, so it's gone up (laughs) considerably since this morning. Um, Where did we get to? The monologue. Off you go. Let me give you you a proper intro. I'll rev myself up. Now, before we make a start in your emails... We're going to go gently. Okay. Let's have a gentle recap on okay. what happened this week. Can you manage this? Yeah. In Dr. Ambridge. Theater, darling. Dr. Oh, go for it, darling. We began the week with Ben and Josh stomping around a field talking about chickens, which would be very satisfying to anyone newly listening to The Archers, as it is exactly how people who don't listen think it must be all the time. <laughs> yes. Adam and Ian were schlepping Xander around trying to find someone who wouldn't move fast enough to avoid being landed with him. It's sort of like musical chairs, but with toddlers. You held him last, you've got him, and now we take the car away. Bye! (laughs) Brian has turned his cottage into a bring-and-buy sale. I couldn't understand why in the world he would want Jennifer's clothes. Was he planning on dressing up a tagine in Jennifer's hat so he could chat to it and ask her advice on ties? Adam then fussily took over the abandoned wardrobe and left Xander playing on the bypass while he sorted out 700 (laughs) pairs of loafers and a shitload of aquascutum. The Aldridges then all squabbled away about who had ownership of some teeth. It was like a sort of macabre Christmas stocking. Heads and teeth. Grim. It was enforced fun and it was horrendous to listen to. And surely a christening gown is handed down, so you wouldn't have your own one anyway. Could we please let Jenny Darling go now? I'm starting to feel queasy every time I hear an Aldridge speak. Lily is moving in with Josh at the stables. I think the fact that Lily used the term square indicates more firmly than anything else that she is absolutely more square than SpongeBob SquarePants. She also suggested some parties and what I heard was gay nights, but turned out to be game nights, which was a little disappointing. She'd already started bossing Josh about. She'd only had one beer. Ben was fine about it all as he decided to live at Brookfield for now so he can prevent his father polishing the worked up with his long johns and Josh became nostalgic. We had some fun times here, didn't we, Ben? He said, like that time Rory punched you in the face. (laughs) The rest of the week seemed to be a frantic search for a roommate for the stables. Why is Lily having a say in who moves in? What's he got to do with her? If Josh wants a narcissistic chef to move in, why shouldn't he? Yeah. Lily broke it to her mama that she was finally leaving. Auntie Shula had blown the gaff, obviously, because even when she's left the show, she still manages to put her size six in it. Lily felt she still hadn't got over Russ, 
Lily felt she still hadn't got over Russ. And Elizabeth told her that everyone broke up differently and healed at different speeds. And I thought, yes, look at Lizzie herself. One minute she was totally furious with her boyfriend for rowing with her brother. Then she was furious with her boyfriend for being mean to her brother. Then she was forcing her boyfriend to have a reconciliation dinner with her brother. And now the boyfriend has just completely disappeared. And she never mentions him. Over at Bridge Farm. Helen was worried that the electric charging station would bring more cars into the area. But at least it gives them the option of leaving again. Otherwise, they'd come into the village, conk out and walk home, leaving abandoned Teslas all over the shop. This led Helen to have her own bonkers idea, obviously. A viewing paddle so that the gawping public can survey the team making cheese. When Helen says the team, she means Clary and Susan spitting bits of pickled onion monster munch to the Raspberry Ripple while they discuss Happy Valley. Clary was worried they would bang on the windows. And Susan declared somewhat hysterically they'd be like chimpanzees, which is unlikely, unless they're flinging poo about, baring the teeth and screaming at each other. However, Susan then suddenly saw an opportunity to create radio yoghurt with intercoms and Q&As and God knows what. So she's now all for it. And poor Clary is reconciled with feeling like a penguin at London Zoo. Lolly Tando pointed out to Freddie that there was an inappropriate painting on the wall. But the bit I was focused on was why the bloody hell was Freddie whose responsibilities up until now have included wiping trays and asking Cliff to stop hanging his anorak off the nude statues. Why is he now in charge of the political agenda of Lower Loxley and taking sodding great paintings off the wall? There's going to be a huge dark patch underneath for a start. What's he going to fill it with? The WI calendar? (laughs) And the big cliffhanger was Luke Skywalker. Was Luke Skywalker deciding that he had to find his father? Was there one piece of furniture or item that Jenny Darling possessed that didn't have some sort of secret letter or list inside. Must have played merry hell with the washing machine. Anyway, Adam overreacted and started behaving as if Paddy Redmond's letter had been thrust upon him while people screamed and danced about in anticipation, wondering what he was going to do. After two hours, he was declaring he'd devoted too much of his headspace to this and put it in the bin, then fished it out again. I do not care if Luke finds Darth Vader, but what I am enjoying is the fact that every time he says Paddy Redmond, I hear Eddie Redmayne, which is giving me much joy. The end. <laughs> oh. oh dear. Thank you, Lucy. Thank you. Yeah, we, no, we'll call you. We'll call you. Thank you. Oh, well done, Lucy. <sighs> you don't realise, until you know, when you're feeling crappy... That it's only when you do lots of speaky speaky that you realise how how much you're hurting yourself. Yes, it's breath Is control, it? and I haven't yes. got any. Apparently. Oh, oh. <clears throat> and it really hurts, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh. Um. But very, very well. I mean, not very well. <laughs> very, very well. Very well. Well. You did. What I meant to say was, we did very well, didn't we, dear? <laughs> Yes, we don't we have did. a carer, Harriet. <laughs> we would like a carer. Um, do, do you remember anything? And you obviously don't remember anything about Paddy no. Redmond. Do you remember Eddie Redmayne? Eddie Redmayne. Do you know anything about him? I have. I had. I thought Adam's father. I didn't realise that Adam had three dads, and I, I. I thought that Adam's father had. Was the guy that grew up that Adam grew no yeah that Adam grew up with for a little bit so the second guy Roger Macy I thought that was Adam's dad I didn't know he had a father who wasn't even involved who didn't sounds like Paddy and Jennifer didn't have a proper relationship really they just had a fling because but I only but know Paddy that because Redman of had that red brilliant hair. tweet yeah Paddy Redman had red hair and Adam, when Adam was born he had red hair 
So that's how they knew. Oh, that so that's... Because <laughs> so that was before um, <clears throat> Jeremy Kyle and DNA yes. tests and stuff. Yeah. So they just knew by the hair. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, a bit like Prince Harry then, wasn't it? Just They just knew by the hair. Um, so, yes, but did you know anything about Paddy? No, only the red hair thing. Um, but do you think we're now going to have him back? Well, I sort of hope so, because that would be... I think what's quite interesting, I know it. I know, I know, I know you want the Jennifer... I can see what you're saying about the Jennifer. It's just There's, all the enforced... That's my yeah. teddy bear. No, yeah, it's my... I know, honestly, I know. Kate, you can't have everything. I know, <laughs> I know. it was a bit cringe, wasn't it? But I... I quite enjoy the, the all the the bringing up of the past. In fact, this week I thought was so interesting. There were so many, I don't know, like nice little storylines or not necessarily nice ones, but thought-provoking stuff, you know, not just the um, slave trade connotations and lower loxy, but, but I, I, the, the, suddenly Adam, although he's sort of, universally loathed a little bit if we could get to the <laughs> not sure you could be a little bit universally loathed but you know i'm trying to be nice <laughs> but perhaps if we can understand his story a yeah, bit yeah. better because it, was it just do you think it was just glossed over back in the i'm trying to work out it, when when the archers was airing in 19 whatever it was 69 or whenever adam was born did uh, was it? Did they sort of just? Did Paddy come? Like was, like that's quite that's quite a big deal, wasn't it's it? Quite for, a racy Jen- storyline, yeah. And there yeah. was enormous pressure. One of the reasons why people always describe Jennifer as strong is because there was enormous pressure on her to really, to reveal his name, and she never would. Right. So back it. So those episodes, though, do you think the her and Paddy episode they would have had a bit of. <laughs> going on or do you think that was just implied or was it just what i what? think it was implied i doubt so that they had a, f- was a lot of slurpy slurpy because because paddy worked at brookfield yeah didn't he yeah so what did jenny come across him because she was i mean uh, yeah i just i sort of i'm quite interested to know more and i hope that adam does delve deep and mm. that paddy comes back and sort well, of explains no, himself you're right, though because <clears throat> Adam is is a bit of an enigma and you know it's sort of like why is Adam you know just why is <laughs> why is he and <laughs> Adam why is if we <laughs> if, Adam um, why <laughs> with our Adam if um and to actually know what result what what has yes. to happen to produce a person like that <laughs> Would be quite interesting, so we can all avoid doing it in the future and never having another one. So that would be nice, also. And that's the reason that for the last thirty years, Adam has played this, yeah, <laughs> this character, steamed up ball of melodrama. Yes. yes, because I loved that episode when when he got the letter and him and um, Ian were talking about it, and he was going, oh, "I wish I could remember what he was saying," but everything he said became in that. He sounded a bit like you, actually, Lucy, because everything he said became breathy yes. and urgent. And, <laughs> and he just, he just, he goes, he goes from normal Adam to urgent Adam yeah. or angry Adam. Yeah. Or, and, and he has a new voice and I like that. And I, I just, I would like to hear the story behind the man. 
<laughs> the man because behind, Bri- behind the legend. Yeah, I because think- Bri- Brian wasn't a. Although Adam now is sort of misty-eyed, we know mm. that Adam and Brian have had had a difficult relationship, yeah. didn't they? Especially towards the end of um, yeah. Adam's childhood. So Adam Brian hasn't been a perfect no. father for Adam. And I, then, I did like the way that, that Adam got this letter and was going, it's taken too much, <laughs> it's taking up too much of my brain. And I thought, literally, you found it two hours ago. <laughs> two hours. Some people wrestle with things like this for 20 years. What are you talking about, you lunatic? <laughs> no, but also, the sort of, the, I was surprised that he just started reading it in front of Susan. And she was like, oh, this <laughs> might be just a torn out page from a Mills and Bone. I'm not sure. What if it had started saying... The way my fingers feel it, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. dirty, and Adam was yeah. still reading it out. And Susan, Susan, what does can that say, it, Susan? Though, is, that, yeah. is that is that nipple? I can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is sticky? it romantic? Is it <laughs> oh, stop it. <laughs> but but again, really nice that they paired Susan and Adam together again. Yeah, because those two do have a really good chemistry. Adam seems that, that... to be able to be himself with yeah. Susan. He, yeah. Some of his sort of, um, you know, some of his prickliness comes away, doesn't it? Well, when so I suppose there. because she's not competition for him in any way. She's not part of his media. And family. she's quite she's mothery. I think he likes lovely, yeah. Yeah. those sort of maternal figures. I was thinking that the only reason Susan was helping sort out the clothes was... Yeah, we all know why she was there. She was hoping to half-inch the odd scarf. Yeah, and to be... Why didn't Adam say when Susan said, Oh, this lovely silk... I know! Adam should have said, It's yours, take it. I mean, I thought... What am I going to do with it? Honestly, why do they all want? Well, it really annoyed me in that first... The Sunday episode when Brian was saying... Like, we need... Because that is exactly what my dad did when my mum died. My dad said almost immediately... Um, can you come and look through mum's stuff and, you know, and, and take whatever you want and sort of, but he, he really, really, really didn't really, he really wanted us to sort it pretty much ASAP. And you can see why, because I think for some people it's quite difficult to have, have everything as it was before their partner died, you know. And, yeah, yes, and it I makes totally, the loss more evident every time. Yeah, you, yeah, and I could totally understand why Brian wanted, you know, to just yeah. remove it from his yeah. everyday sight. Or, and Adam was so self... Because it was like, don't be so selfish. You just say, it's fine, don't worry, Brian. Why don't, instead of getting in a huff, mm. just do what he did eventually, which was say, I'll take, you know, yeah. I'll take it away and we'll sort it out. Over the-. But to sort of get stroppy about it yeah. is so yeah. spoilt. Yes. Those, they are so annoying, those children. <laughs> they really are. They're just so entitled and yucky, aren't they, sometimes? Yeah. But anyway, and of course, you know, it's quite an emotional thing, isn't it? But it's ve- And it's a very, very time-consuming job. I mean, yes. Probably loads of us have done it. It's and just, there's enormous it- amounts of guilt involved as well, because you think, would she want me to, you know, this would mean something to her, would it? But it means nothing to me. What should, you know... D- will I feel guilty if I give this away but at the same time what on earth am I going to do yeah exactly but also somebody's definitely going to be in more need of it than you are yeah so especially if lovely if Jenny has lovely quality clothes 
But the way they were going on, it was like the Mitfords, you know, going through ball gowns and things. And I just thought... It's I just thought, loads of I, old coats. And, I was surprised you know. there weren't more sort of chiffony sound effects. Mm. You know, the rustles of silks yeah. and all that. Like like, but like God, we were the, in the middle of a ball. The deification of Jenny. Now, oh, she she always <laughs> looked after her clothes so beautiful. Adam. I know. Uh, Susan's suddenly her best friend. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> I've been through the pockets. Oh, no, no, yeah. I didn't find anything. No, no. <laughs> no, they're only 500 quid. I mean, no, no, I didn't find anything. No, just... Just a pair of gloves, but they were moth-eaten. <laughs> oh, just shall I put those in there? Yeah, but Adam, Adam should have said, take anything you want, you know, the, or, I mean, <laughs> is it patronising for him to go, you know, would Emma like anything? <laughs> but, you know, sometimes people who've built up an, a good quality wardrobe... It, you know, there's going to be something for everyone in there. Like that pair of gloves, I would have, I would have happily taken a pair of leather yeah. gloves. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah, I've got my name down for any Burberry Max she's got going. <laughs> well, she has a lot of gilets. Yeah, a gilet, just... and I don't really know what a gilet is, but I don't think I'd wear one. You look ridiculous in a gilet. <laughs> what is it? Is it, is it one of those, body, is it a body like warmer? Padded waistcoat, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, on the other hand, can work a gilet like nobody's business. Oh, Lucy, imagine if you'd have got your hands on... You would... Because there probably would have been a barber, wouldn't there? Oh, yeah, totally. And when you're feeding yeah. your pigs when you've got them, yeah. Yeah. there would have been a lot of pig feeding outfits yeah. for you in there. But and I, I Sunday lunch outfits and baking outfits. Baking outfits. For your, when you're mm. doing your baking. Oh, talking of baking. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Uncle God Kerry Davis has emailed us. <gasps> for which... For this Was he project. telling us off? No, he said... <laughs> Glad you got such good mileage out of the funereal baked meats. You know, we were laughing about the the cooking last week. He said, I know they might have seemed like odd choices, although you transmogrified the lamb and prune pie into a casserole, which would have been even odder. But he said, I really wanted to use recipes from Jennifer Aldridge's Archer's cookbook, which Angie Piper wrote in the 1990s. So I picked the ones that most closely fitted the story outline. My little tribute, big softy that I am. Oh my god, that's amazing! I didn't even cl- well. No, why would I? I, I, but... no, I didn't know she'd written the book. Oh, that is really, really nice. Yeah. Oh, that. I is mean, it really still nice. sounds disgusting. I'm not going to lie, but <laughs> now there's a reason for it. Oh, I, oh, I love that! A proper Easter egg for us. How <laughs> lovely! Wow. <laughs> Thank Good you, Kerry. Thank us, you. I feel, I feel bad now. For... <laughs> um. Another, oh, so another... Jenny had done a recipe for that disgusting avocado. That was a yeah. real recipe. Dear oh. God. <laughs> Seaweed. Um, R.I.P. Uh, another question I had. Yes, my dear. Miss Carmichael was. Yes. There seemed to be a lot of people making a definitive decision about something and then completely changing their minds or at least starting their deliberations all over again in the next episode. So we had Adam saying, I'm definitely throwing it away. Yeah. I've had too much of this. And then next week, I fished it out. The next episode, I fished it out in the bin. Yeah. And I don't know that. Yeah. And Kate Classic, saying, that was. I'm going to sell Lola oh, yeah. Loxley. I mean, oh, yeah. uh, sorry. <laughs> oh, in her God. dreams. Yeah. That'd be a surprise for everyone concerned, wouldn't it? Um, <laughs> I'm going to sell spiritual hummus. And then Adam said, uh, Alan said, don't make any big decisions. Yeah. Then Brian says, no, 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 you're quite good at it. So she says, oh, all right, then I won't sell it. I'll keep it for five years. And then she was chuntering on about selling it again. But I think it might have been that when Jenny died, they, 
they wanted to sort of show the different um you know effects that grief can have on you okay and they they did the contrasting stuff didn't they so kate was making all those big rash decisions okay don't you i don't know well we didn't really hear because we didn't hear her changing her coming back what i don't want though is that kate's gone all a bit sensible since jenny died and i do not want this to continue no when she was having lunch with nolatando i thought is that Kate? Yeah. She sounds so normal. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want <laughs> She her. hasn't said anything stupid and irritating no. for at least 10 minutes. And she's treating her daughter in a very motherly <coughs> fashion. Yeah. I do not like this. But I don't want Jenny's death to cause, to make Kate become um, a normal person. Yes. Please send her back to being loony. <laughs> <laughs> And because she suddenly decided that all the treatments she was offering were bollocks. That's what she basically said. Well, it's all a load of rubbish, isn't it? Yeah, and, but then... But, but then, then how do you come back from that and go, oh, do you know what? I know it is rubbish, but I'm going to keep offering it anyway. No, but then she... And then... But then if she... I don't remember her saying that, but then she did... But then Brian came for a massage uh, and then yeah. she was telling him how, uh, you know, she'd found that reference from Wikipedia about the, um, you know, grief hormones or whatever yeah which actually i didn't know i assume that must be completely true because it's actually it sounded like she was reading the the sort of instructions on a you know sort of how to but uh, that but then that you are joking aren't you about that being completely true and scientific that it was on a how-to on wikipedia (laughs) well no but it's the way she said it by somebody like kate but do you know i thought because she was doing her sort of sensible stuff and it was all very sensible and when you when you when you're grieving your muscles tense up and you need some i i assume that that must have been genuine fact because the way she was saying it i didn't think it sounded very cake because i thought it sounded really sent i genuinely thought it sounded very sensible well i'm sure it was genuinely written down somewhere but it's not necessarily genuinely scientifically true no because it sounds like a perfect remedy doesn't it yes if it, if, if so then it everybody that was grieving would just be having massages and we'd all although, be better. Although mm. there is something, because I find if I'm really, if I am stressed or I always get a headache and my, I sometimes get quite achy around my shoulders. Mm. That's just So tension. then I was like, yeah, but then is that the stress hormones? Is it what Kate was saying? No, it's because you're tensing your, your muscles because you're stressed. So you're, well, holding, then wasn't... you're not relaxed. You're holding yourself in but a certain then, way. Isn't that what she was saying, though? But that's not grief, is it? That's just stress. But then she was sort of saying grief is stress. Yeah. Mm. I think... <laughs> oh, dear. Look, I think... whatever. I don't want her and Brian to be friends. No. I want them to argue. I want her and... to go back and do... <laughs> Silly snow, things. Snow... Yes, me snow too. Snow yoga we- or whatever it was. No, yeah, weather Pilates. No, weather, weather, weather Pilates or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or, yeah. or, 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 or Blossom blossom dancing yes or, yeah exactly oh, yes. goat no she did she's done the goat yoga hasn't goat she? Yoga, yeah yeah please kate go back and forget forget who your children's names again and all of that <laughs> please thank god thank you very much um, as as two posh white women uh we're not in any position to discuss the lower loxley thingy <laughs> are we what are you but... talking about lucy <laughs> i just did a thing for the national gallery and um and i had to do and Did you tell them you'd been skiing twice in three weeks? No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't sign like this. No, but what? But it made. But, but actually, funnily enough, I. You have to do nowadays. Things have things have to have have to be sensitivity checked, don't they? Because yeah. really importantly, 
and occasionally you have to do a warning about the content yeah. of of this piece of art and whatever and i would have thought i that's why i really i thought this storyline was really really interesting because it's so unlikely for the archers isn't it yeah but but actually of course it's not because any stately british stately home yeah. is bound to have yeah they know, didn't get some <laughs> sort of links they to the slave trade isn't all it all that stuff by being nice did they no no not necessarily <coughs> you know not you know i'm not saying every you know but mm. but if, if we go back in time then it's likely that a lot of uh you know a lot of our british or english ancestors might have had some sort of links to yeah and and also what's interesting about the national gallery and well all galleries is it might not just be what the painting is representing but it might be who paid for the painting to yeah. be done yeah or uh uh stuff like that yeah I thought it was interesting that... I thought it was a brilliant storyline. That Nolitando was actually very calm and relaxed about it. And it was Freddie that completely went totally mad and was chucking the baby out with the bathwater and not seeing any value in it at all. Well, all he was thinking about was the reputation of Lower Loxley. Mm. But he wasn't actually think. I thought what was was so clever was it's it's, it's such a thought-provoking issue because it's so complicated isn't yeah. it because there's so you know so many different things to think about and what is the best way to address you know yeah. to 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 address that i mean i uh, yeah and then what about reparations and yeah yeah it's so interesting it's such an and it's you know and and it's a debate that is being had now and it is an undeniable part of history you can't pretend you can't it didn't erase happen it. No, you can't no, erase well, it but you can be much worse use it as a way to teach people exactly <coughs> exactly because I, I remember like it made me think of when i was at college and we did um my favorite jane austen mansfield park everyone loves a bit of fanny and um i remember there's a bit where lord bertram's been away for ages and it I think it hints at the fact that he's been on a plantation or he's like has or he has money in a ship doesn't he that and I remember in college and the teacher's sort of like referring to it and saying oh you know and it could be linked to a sugar plantation and slave trade and da, da, da. but we were just like mm-hmm mm-hmm it just went over our heads completely or it wasn't explained and now you go back and go oh my god I wish that that is such an important. Now, when I when you hit when you read any book from from a bygone age, and you know, and and, and it and it talks about, uh, or it just has sort of really you know racist elements to it, and and it's so shocking now if you haven't. And but but I just feel like it's 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 such a it's such a um, enlightening sort of. Uh, process all of this as well isn't it because because finally we're being educated in 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 what actually happened in in them old days say. and you know and actually the responsibility that a lot of us have to take for what you know in from our sort of blood bloodlines yeah and, all and that. it's like all that stuff going back from the museums you know because yeah the yeah british museum is essentially a sort of 
international porn shop, isn't it? <laughs> we just, we'll we just hang on to that you, for you. Um, yes. one, could, we'll, we'll pluck one of the eyes out mm. and we'll just send you one of the uh, diamond eyes, but we're going to keep the rest if that's okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's quite a hard sculpture to take apart. So, um, <laughs> yeah, no, but it's just so interesting. What's the best, you know, what's the right thing to do? And But I liked, just, I liked uh, Freddie's millennial hysteria. And yes, exactly. Elizabeth's kind of. We can't just raise it, like, Freddie. And, Freddie, we'll um, just get the trustees to work it out. Yeah, it's not she was literally like, "It's not my problem." Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Lily trying. Lily to sort just of, being such a yeah, yeah god annoying head prefect, head girl, but also actually coming up with quite a sensible solution. Yeah, yeah it was quite. But good entirely enough. pragmatic that didn't have a sort of an ounce of yeah. or just throwing a sheet on it. Yeah. <laughs> Ah! Just cutting it up. Oh my god! Ooh, what's under the? It's a picture of a ship. Yeah. Ah, why has he put a sheet on it? <laughs> no, but it's. It. I really liked that storyline. So I thought it was like so unarchersy, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and it wasn't. Um, it wasn't. Um, it wasn't preachy. It was just kind no. of quite natural. It was character yeah. driven rather than we've had a thing from the press office saying we've got to talk about this now. You know. Yeah. See yeah. sepsis. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, so there was that. Who's going to move into the stables? Uh, do we oh, know? Do, do we care? you actually care? Who would you rather live... Would you rather live with Lily or Freddie? Freddie. I'd rather live with Freddie. Yeah. Would you rather live with Josh or Freddie? Freddie. Freddie. <laughs> and would you rather live with Lily or Josh? Josh. Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes is the that is the right answer to really every question, one of those questions. Why she just can't do it. She has got such She's a stick awful. up her ass, that girl, hasn't she? But and she's saying, you... look, look, we're relaxing. Oh, look, but I'm being cool, aren't I? Don't put oh. that down there without a coaster. You can just. <laughs> oh my God, Josh! Why didn't he just go? I, I just let's have a trial. I don't yeah. think this is going to work. Yeah, it, it was so oh awful. Are they cut? They're cousins, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, poor Josh. So who's the third person going to be? Nolly Tando. Uh, oh, but she's I got d- somewhere in Durban. She, I think she's not going back. Oh, Freddie's going to offer been, her a job. As, yeah, she's been uh, sensitivity consultant. Yes. Oh, oh God, actually, that would be quite good, though, mm. if she sticks around for a bit. Although, I just as long as, she, you know, Kate winds her up and... Yeah. You know, stops stops being normal. That would be good. Oh, okay. That's quite a good call, Lucy. We still didn't hear from Phoebe at all, did we? No, I know. Apparently but Lucy! Lucy! Do you what? know what I'm about to say? Debbie's coming back. She's week. coming back. I did know. you see? Yes. Oh my god, I looked ahead. Every time like... anyone says, Oh, check the check the <laughs> character list, I always think, Oh shit, it's Rob! And I'm always so relieved when it isn't. <laughs> She's in at least three episodes. Yay! I can't believe it. So that's why they made a reference to it at the funeral. Just to remind everybody yes. that yes. Debbie is a real person. I am so excited. Yes. I let, Let's hope it doesn't disappoint. Um, what if they've brought her back as... What if it's a new actor? No. <gasps> God. They wouldn't. No, they wouldn't. They couldn't. No, they couldn't. Um, <clears throat> Kerry... Yeah, Davis said that on Twitter he doesn't often uh, comment on um, the sort of the show setup, but he said they've had the amount of characters they're allowed to use per month decreased again. 
So he said that's why we ended up referencing a lot of people verbally and not hearing them speak at the funeral. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, he said there was. It's really it's been drastic cuts again. Oh, for God's sake! Well, they've had to cut all those BBC singers, haven't they? Mm. Seeing that, what, oh my God! See, see, well, we've lost much of the day. That's going to save a bit. <laughs> What they're going to have to do is like create a massive flood in the village, and yeah, just kill loads of coal. characters off. Yeah. And, yeah, until there's only four, until it's only Susan, Chelsea, uh, che- yeah, Chelsea, Roy. Roy. Do you think Roy would survive? I don't. Know I think why. someone put his head down under. No. Um, <laughs> uh, yes, I think. Yeah. Oh, that's really sad. Yeah. That is stupid because surely there's ways around that. Yeah, but, but maybe not. May, yeah, so maybe you can only. Yeah, I don't really know how it works. The BBC just seems to be. Oh, know. Lucy, it's just dreadful these days. But it dreadful. Just seems to be in a sort of spiralling into a bit of a backspin somehow. Which it blooming well shouldn't be, seeing as they they are like the only guaranteed yeah. getting money every month, aren't they? I yeah. know everyone else yeah. is getting a bit of money, but that's out of. But, yeah. Um, well, you know, I mean, Lucy, let's not get into it because we'll just, I don't know what we can, I just don't know what we can add to the conversation. No, that's never stopped a bit, anybody a bit, before. No, a bit, like me, a bit like me talking about um, the slave trade. I just, yeah, I, there's so much I can add. I add a lot of value I did history of art, actually. I, I did history of art and I do a lot of like um, audio guides for um, art tours. So I can talk very confidently about it, actually, Lucy. <laughs> Um, like, um, I thought the, so the East India Company, though, mm. doesn't it still exist? I don't I mean, know. I know East, East India Dock Road still exists, but I don't know about the company. Yeah, and the, and you, well, you can buy tea called East India Tea. Mm. I, I mean, that maybe there's the, East India, then. yeah, maybe, yeah. <laughs> I think you sort of see it in lots of, <laughs> yeah, lots of places still. Anyway, um, and what about oh my favourite bit of the whole week was when Susan was telling Lizzie how lucky she is to have Neil. He's very captivating when he's spe- <laughs> when he's public speaking. I wonder I just gave such a big cheer. I was so I loved that she was so proud of him. And I yeah. loved Lizzie just going, really. <laughs> <laughs> it was. <coughs> I also liked Susan's sudden dawning on her that. Well, if we could talk to the people, <laughs> there's some Helen sort of again. Re- what is she talking about? But to, again, this is like—I mean, I love it because it's so Helen. But to basically go, I'm going to put I'm going to invite people to gawp at my workers. So, like, it's horrible. It's like having constant CCTV on and them you'd all have day. to have their buy-in you couldn't just do it they're unbelievable not, they're not a petting zoo for crying out loud they're two middle-aged ladies exactly and occasionally they want to put their their bowls down and have yeah. a little bit of a chat or eat their sarni or whatever pick their noses yeah. pick their nose exactly How, what they get, yeah or spit in the cheese yeah. or you know sneeze yeah. or something <laughs> and how are they going? But but then on then my other voice was saying, but don't be silly. Who would go anyway? Yes, that's true. <laughs> who would go anyway? People just people are going to the shop and then. They I loved it past. when Susan said to Adam, "You've really revitalised Bridge Farm," and he just sort of went. Ugh. 
with your with your with your edible with garden uh, with your edible you've set them all off now you with your edible pates or van whatever i'm sure the edible garden or forest whatever it is is going to end up um sustaining the pizza you know there's going to yeah. be some sort of collab isn't there with shed loads of rocket how yeah. how are those two surviving on a casual yeah. food packet veg yeah. packer wage and the odd festival where the where the basic ingredients because adam's pizzas aren't going to be margarita are they they're going to be truffle and with a something yeah. something sauce which is going to cost 80 billion pounds well i think that's why adam was so clean to get the keen to get the clothes over to his house to ah, check the pockets stick them on ebay and yeah yeah or just to check, yeah. check the pocket yeah exactly yeah you're totally right i don't know what i don't know madness i it is it is pure madness but it doesn't matter because money doesn't really exist in that world no it's fine it's totally fine and who was the person was it tony who when helen was wanging on about turning them into a petting zoo when um he said oh yes and we could build a lovely Wooden structure with a corrugated tin roof for a really <laughs> rustic. I thought, ugh, corrugated tin is horrible. It's not attractive. It's awful. Oh, were they talking about putting a yeah, sort coffee of a, shop in? Yeah, there's a, a shelter for people to... Honestly, it is like, you know, when you go to a shitty wildlife park from? and you go and there's an otter bit oh, and you, yeah, and you watch the otter through these sort of grimed up portholes. Ugh. And you look in and you see these uh, otters zooshing around. That's what I, I, Clary and Susan are otters, basically. And so, can you can you hear me? Yeah. Hello. <sighs> Any Feedback. questions? Uh, yeah, what is she? What is? I mean, it's, it's just weird. Why? If wouldn't it be a better idea for the people to, if they really want to go and have a look, they could go in and see. Yes. I mean, how is the how is the two way communication thing going to happen? It's nonsense. Absolute walkie talkies. Mm. I actually went last year to a tour of the Wensleydale Dairy, which was extremely interesting. Was it now? And delicious, largely because they did a Wensleydale cheesecake, which was absolutely <gasps> fabulous oh, and one oh, of the cheesecake. nicest things I've ever eaten oh. in my life. Was it baked? No, it's a proper one. I don't oh, like the baked I like those ones. baked ones. They do them in Gales. They're really nice. <laughs> That's American ones. I don't like those. Oh, I um, uh, and it was just yummy. But was anyway, it cheesy then? Cheesy cheesecake? It was it really, there was a really slight saltiness to it. Oh, nice. And this sweetness and oh, just gorgeous. Ooh. Anyway. Um, Did uh, you have interaction with the cheesemakers? No, they just got on with what they were doing. Oh, so you just did it like yeah. I mean, you could you could see what they were doing, but you didn't. But did you? Was it in... looking through a window? Um, I think could... so. Well, then this is exactly Helen. But you, you couldn't just talk said to them. Yeah, but Helen's only said that to pacify Susan. There's no way mm. that Susan's going to be able to do a sort of monologue. She's going to get Neil along as well, isn't she? Because he's very good at public. Speaking. But you do a you do a um. Like a guided tour where they show you, somebody says to you, okay, this is what's happening here. And he shows you the milk and he oh, shows you the right. rennet and all that and how you make the cheese. And that's all you need to do. You don't need to stare with your mouth half open at poor two women in hair. No, that's, well, that, that's how Helen should have um, pitched sold it. Yeah, yeah, pitched it. Is that there's going to be more people wandering around. We're going to put a window in so that, you know, there's more light yeah. into your workspace. And yeah, that's... I just love Clary's. What? Yeah, no, no, not doing it. No, I'm not comfortable with it. 
You might be so soon, but don't worry, Clary. I'll speak like to the both of us. <laughs> and I loved her telling Adam, Clary's not really. She's not really a public speaker, but I'll speak for the both of us. <coughs> Helen's such a manipulative bitch, isn't oh. she? She's just so patronising. Yeah, she is. But I, I love. I just love that. I just. I really believe that set. I believe everything about Bridge Farm. Actually. And when when she said when they said, "Well, it's all right for you. You'll be in the office with all your paperwork. I'll be there too, Susan. <laughs> yeah. No, you're doing that with your paperwork." And I thought, I bet she's doing a waitrose order she's um, she's doing her two kilogram weights at the same time yeah and she's she's just fannying around looking at you know shoes on Bowden or something she's not, <laughs> she's not doing paperwork and invoices she's just not yeah, she's checking her ices isn't yeah. she yeah see, see if she can sell half of one <laughs> but I've got to think uh, of yeah Jack and what's what's the, what's the other one called again Jack and Gideon oh god knows um, yeah, but uh, I just again, I just thought it was an interesting storyline. Mm, yeah, a li- yeah, things I like these. The most unlikely thing was that she could get a builder that was going to start in two days' time. Yeah, but Tony didn't even say, "Oh, how much is it going to cost?" Yeah, like who's paying for this? Because builders don't come cheap. Well, but what? It's, but it's two Bridge days Farm. They never ever work out how much anything is going to cost. They never do a feasibility study. They never work out whether anything's actually a good idea or not. They just sort of, Dad, I had a dream and I want to do it. And he says, OK, darling. And that's it. Yeah, but she's like, she's got enough money to do this. Yeah. But she hasn't got enough money. You know, that's the thing. I think Helen's got definitely got a secret stash somewhere, mm. hasn't she? She's very blasé about, yeah. about spending money. Yeah. Oh, she drives me around the bend. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely but, around the bend. But I, but I love her. You're and very yeah, patient. I can't no, love the ones I th- that. I think this was one of those weeks I liked because it was little, little sort of storylines that aren't necessarily too stressful. You know, they're just at sort of like either interesting, like the lower loxy one. You know, a new take on something, or the flat share thing, which I don't care about. Don't don't need to listen to all that. And then the viewing panels. I just love the businessy, you know. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's just a, a you know, a tad of controversy going on here and there, but nothing that's going to make me anxious. Well, yet we have to wait and see what happens to that bloody electric charging station. Oh, I don't care about that either. (laughs) 
I'm do what they want. I'm not bothered about it. Lee's not bothered about it, so I'm not bothered about it. Okay, to be honest. My God, is that your new benchmark now? Is yes. Lee bothered? Right. Yes, because Lee's come. Lee, Lee came into his own, didn't he? He did. Yeah. And I haven't really stopped thinking about him since. Oh, <laughs> God. Um. Right. Uh, emails. This is from Jake, who says. I am thinking that the Ben story in the home is morphing into Adrian, Mole and Bert without the scary dog. Look after yourselves. Hashtag helping hands, Jake. Yes, it is rather. <coughs> and also it's the same neck of the woods, isn't it? Birmingham-y. Um, uh, Bert, Bert's dog was called Sabre, I think, wasn't it? Oh, really? Yes. Oh, wow. Um, uh, this is from Anne Cure in Ottawa. Who says, I find increasing similarities between the Archers Borsetshire and Barsetshire, particularly the 20th Century Chronicles, oh. written by Angela Thurkel. I love those. I'm sure you're familiar with them. Oh. And I'm absolutely certain that Eurovisia is the post-Soviet name of Thurkel's <laughs> fictional Mixolydia, which makes musicians chuckle since it's the name of alternative scale to what we're used to, because we're used to, mi- well, no, the, the scale is Mixolydian mode. Thank you all for making the world a better place. I'm a bit lost, actually. I thought so. Barsetshire, as in Anthony Trollope's Barsetshire. Yeah, no, yeah, he created. Is there an updated one? But then, in the 1930s, there was a writer called Angela Thurkel who wrote a series of romantic novels set in 1930. Right, I am immediately looking those up because that sounds right on my street. They are very, very. Angela, what, what? Thurkel, T H I R K E L L. Oh yeah. Okay, that uh, that sounds like exactly the sort of thing I should be reading. There's one oh, called look at the Wild covers. Strawberries, which yes. are really lovely. It's the a cover really lovely book. Is yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Okay. <gasps> oh, I can't wait to read it. They're really lovely. If you're if you're a bit poorly or the news is a bit stressful, yes, they're just like this is exactly what I need to read before yeah. I go to sleep. Good. And they are also their audiobooks as well, read by Patience Tomlinson. It's very good. Oh, how lovely! Oh, I love. I've only worked with Patience Tomlinson once, and I just fell in love with her. Mm. She and she's got such a lovely voice. Yeah. Right. Done. Sold. Sold. To the small blonde. Right. Patricia Johnson has headed her email funeral baked meats. Um, <laughs> like Kerry. Yeah. It ended with Alice. She's talking about the Thursday's episode of The Archers. It ended with Alice and views that Jennifer is contributing to her own funeral tea. I do mostly home cooking. I'm no Ruth in the kitchen, but not much gets into the freezer. I had a quick brutal round. If I die in the next few weeks, <laughs> my guests will have access to six litres of chicken stock. A small portion of spaghetti bolognese and some roasted beetroot. What have other Ambridge on the Couch listeners prepared for the final occasion? Oh, that is such a good question. <laughs> Six litres of chicken stock. That's a lot of soup. Lot that of is soup. a lot, that's a lot of soup. I could do with some of that, actually, because I, I love chicken stock, but I, 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 I just use it before I can freeze it. Right. But it comes in handy for everything. Mm-hmm. And mostly, if you went in my freezer, it would just be corn nuggets. Right. Corn nuggets, fish fingers and peas. That's literally it. And a few packs of pita bread, obviously. <laughs> Mine is 752 um, boxes of Tupperware boxes of uh, chicken stock. <laughs> and... Have you have you got more chicken stock then? then? Are you... Even more than Patricia. And um, uh, I think currently six pizzas in there. <laughs> because William has them for his lunches when he comes home from college. Yeah, that's well, that's that's standard standard mm. freezer stock. Oh, and you know when you sort of have 
when you get the, you make things in a fit of zeal and put them in the <laughs> freezer and then they all sort of start looking the same and you get them out and you yes. kind of, they, people say, what are we having for dinner? And you sort of point doubtfully at this thing and go, <laughs> that. And you're not sure if it's fish pie, cottage pie or apple crumble. But anyway, we're having that when it defrosts and everyone well, goes, oh. Because <laughs> yeah, I, if I'm freezing, I hardly ever freeze anything. Because stuff just gets eaten so quickly in this yeah. house. But if I am freezing something, often I'll put it in a freezer bag or a Tupperware and I won't write in it because I'll go well I'll just I know what that is I'll remember I can I can see yes. it yes I'm but not of an course, idiot I'll remember yeah. no but I'm of not. course when it's been in there for six months yeah, yeah. you're right and it's covered in ice yeah it's you a can't. bit furry snow yeah. furry on the top it's everything's the same colour mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and if you've cling filmed it then the cling film's gone sort of cracky and broken through in a few places oh, as well God. that's not good either but that's a brilliant question yeah what have you got in your freezer? I so mean, basically, just... mine would be whatever they made would have to involve a lot of. So it'd either have to be soup or risotto. That was all. Like that's all they'd have to do to. Make. Yes. Oh, well, but you can make. Yeah, I see. I love. Yeah, I love gravy. chicken stock. Well, I just like making those sort of nice Thai soup things. Yes. Yum. Because mm. I feel like every time I every time I eat something like that, like a pho or you know yeah. chicken stock with stuff in it, I feel like this is going to keep me covid free <laughs> for the next three months it's worked really well for me so <laughs> I yeah can tell now lisa that's because clearly you haven't been eating your chicken stock no i've been you know, it's just, it's it's a, if only you'd got one of those tupperwares out the freezer three weeks ago you totally would have been fine yes well no, I'm, I'm really l- remember for next time <laughs> well maybe you should um get it out the freezer for tomorrow lucy mm. yes um this is from Catherine uh, Longson, who says, yes. she really liked last week, she said, uh, Susan, about the funeral, Susan saying, let's put it in a bowl and call it dip. Um, <laughs> and that was uh, Alice saying that, wasn't it? After the bloody seaweed yes. thing collapsed, whatever it was, pondweed. Actually laughed out loud explosively and scared the cat. <laughs> the weirdest bit was the wake centrepiece being made by the deceased. No, 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 and again, no. I would physically recoil if I found that out at a funeral. Best bit, Chelsea digging up a little scandal, then turning Posh Boy's unpaid job down. And she had to listen to the funeral episode on 1.5 speed as she couldn't take all the emotion at a normal pace. Um, I do that sometimes with the archers. Because you get everything, you get all the content, yeah, just slightly quicker. Faster. And some people sound totally normal on 1.5 yeah. Like Lizzie sounds very fast. Some yes. some people sound a lot faster than others, but some people sound normal speed. Like Clary was, it should always be played at one point five. <laughs> but then you lose Clary, obviously. Aww. Depends if you just after story or character, basically. I don't care what they say. I like how they say it. Yes, yes, mm. of course. But if you're in a hurry yes. and you're about to do a podcast and you haven't yes. listened for a while, you, yes. you basically need to listen at one point five. Um, James Everett has suggested that Lillian is the grey man, uh, which he claims was foreshadowed in 2011. And he sent us an audio clip, which I will now play. Oh, wow. Can you hear it? The mic. To change. I've just been to the house on the green, checking on the builders. Oh, how's it going? Well, they're a couple of days behind already. I don't want them thinking they can sneak off to do other jobs whenever my back's done. You certainly know how to crack the whip, don't you, Lillian? (laughs) Builders, you have to, darling. If you don't give them a regular roller king, they'll be there till doomsday. <laughs> I speak from experience. 
<laughs> there. So. If you don't give them a regular rollicking, you'll be there till doomsday. <laughs> That's so funny, isn't Lily it? It sounded like she was quite enjoying giving That's basically the equivalent of finding that East India ship in a painting. Finding Lillian saying that in an episode of The Archers. Because it's <laughs> all to do with the modern slavery thing. <gasps> oh my God. Wow. Was that her, Was that Jolene as well? Yeah. Even though their voices sound a little bit different, don't they? Yeah, she was sound it? well. It's younger. It's two thousand eleven, so it's two thousand. Oh, yeah, two thousand eleven. Yeah, is is further back than you think, isn't yes. it? Oh God, don't start. I still think of nineteen nineties about. <laughs> but that's a great uncovering. Which it which is. which of was it? James said that. Uh, yes, James Everett. Um, Paula Taylor said uh, the Bridge Farm strike sketch was brilliant and one of the funniest yet. I think Chelsea should now get all the lower Loxy volunteers to go on strike. How dare Freddie, the entitled whiny voice brat, exploit people to work for his family business for free? <laughs> it was a good To it expect was a funny Brad episode. and Chelsea, young people who are living in poverty, to work for his family unpaid is outrageous. I was so thrilled with Chelsea and her reaction to the appalling, patronising interview. <laughs> it really seems to have. Um, riled people yeah I, it's only because of the way they were with the volunteers it was just the way they treated the volunteers rather than going thank you oh we're so it's so lovely of you to give up your time to do this interview process blah 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 that's all they needed to do to make it all okay and believe me i mean charlotte's worked with lot my sister's worked with lots of um, volunteer organizations and she said you're so pathetically grateful for anybody that offers to help for nothing yeah of you course. don't interview you just go thank you Thank you, thank you, thank you, yeah, thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, I'm pleased for Neil, though, because I think he will enjoy it. Yes, I do too. I just hope he doesn't get too forlocky to to um, Freddie, because he really doesn't need to. No, well, hopefully he won't once he's once he's up and running doing those tours. Uh, Lucy, what was the name of King William III's horse? They didn't tell us. So I'm left wondering. I did. <laughs> this is how sad I am. I googled it, and it no one told me on Google. So anyone, if anyone knows, write in. Um, this is uh, Steve Barry, dear Cooper and Hangers on. I have a couple <laughs> of a contributions reason. of dubious merit to put to you, <laughs> David Longjohns. Can I presume that neither <laughs> of you have done a day's work in the outside? Of course I have. How very day. <laughs> It may come as I a haven't. shock to the more urbanified that fields and carving barns are not centrally heated and you can be out there for a very long time. <laughs> Although I generally work indoors, I have done jobs where I was required to be stood in the great alfresco for long periods of time. Thermal long jobs are the only way to go. So many people have now said this to me that I'm thinking of investing in a pair, I have to say. <laughs> More seriously, on grief and bereavement, Brian has been somewhat selfish in parts of this actually excellent storyline. Grief is a very selfish thing. We move slowly and not always in one direction. Denial is one early stage that people experience, and I think, as one of your other correspondents mentioned, possibly have something to do with his wanting not to have a funeral. The rituals are very important. As someone who was denied a funeral for both my father and grandmother, Mm. they both died at the very start of the first COVID lockdown. And the restrictions locally meant that there could only be five people in attendance, which didn't even cover the immediate family. Mm. Although the decisions that were made at the time made a great deal of sense, the lack of ceremony and then the opportunity to be with a great number of Mm. people who knew and loved the departed, the chance to share usually happy memories is something that as a third anniversary approaches, I still find difficult. Mm. Lastly, I cannot help feeling that Lucy's revelation about a crush on David Archer probably told us more about the workings of Harriet's mind than Lucy's. (laughs) 
I don't understand that. What? What? I was just surprised is all, is all, (laughs) after all that Long John stuff. Yes, Long John stuff. Um, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. I know, that's that is, awful. That is awful. And yeah, it goes back to, well, we were saying, weren't we? It's just, mm. yeah, funerals are are important. Mm. Um, and should not be taken for granted. Yes. Especially after COVID. Um, uh, this is from Diana, who says, just a thought as I listened to today's episode while careering round the kitchen. I've just cleaned my spice drawer and I've come across some cardamom powder, which I have no use for. So I've chucked some in the Victoria sponge and I'm hoping for the best. I've seen Ooh. the recipe where they put cardamom in a Victoria sponge, Diana, so I think it's probably fine. Yeah, because car- I love cardamom buns. Have you ever mm, had those? Yeah. Oh, my God. D- cardamom and sugar is a yeah. match made in heaven. Yeah. Did you know that in America, you know, coriander is cilantro? Yeah. But they still have coriander seeds. Really? Yeah. That How was a silly. fact I found out this week. Wow. Yep. Uh, she says, might there be a Jack Rob plot coming on? That would be fun, wouldn't it? Helen and the boys go to Florida and Rob oh, sneaks yeah. down from Minnesota or wherever he is and abducts Gideon. We wouldn't it be great if they... Oh, hang on. Sorry. One sec. Hello? Tibbs, is that you? <laughs> There's just running away of children. (laughs) (laughs) I am the only adult present in the house. Oh, I see. So they were just about to say, can we have a whatever? Yes, they were. Now they've decided we didn't want to bother you, so we just did it. Mm. (laughs) Yes, that's what's going to happen. Jane Wickham said, is it possible to purchase Ambridge on the Couch mugs? Oh my god! Hundred percent. I'm just trying to work out a way where I can. Uh, so, is oh, anyone? I tell you who is really good. Who gave me lots of advice, and I've basically forgotten it all. Is Toby Lawrence, aka Freddie? He knows a lot about merch. I can't remember the reason. He is merch expert. Mr. Merch. He's Mr. Merch. He gave me loads of really good ideas because because the sort of the difficulty is. Is like you if because if to make to make it um uh what's the word affordable for people you have to sort of order in bulk yeah. don't you but then how do you get it to everybody's houses if you're ordering in bulk Lucy you've got a bike oh. what are you talking about? <laughs> get on with it I, and and I and I'm going to try one of those electric ones so and, I could probably get to. And lots of children. Surely you could just pack each one on That's a train. A to different and they've got lots of friends. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a, it's, I would love, I'd love to, I'd love to um, sell our mugs. Because we could sell them on the Patreon thing, couldn't yeah. we? Or, or just on, okay, on If anyone's Amazon got any something. ideas about how the bloody hell yeah. we do it, yeah. do write in. Uh, Toby, if you're listening. Oh, you listening. Can you send me all those ideas again that I promised I would remember? You know what you said? Well, I wasn't listening. Can you say it again? <laughs> yeah, it's just the getting it to people mm. without without everybody having to pay £5 for, for P&P, basically. Is it, I thought Cafe Press did that. There's probably something I could do, isn't there? Yes. What was that noise? That was me going... Yes, what is that? I was it, I was drumming my thighs. Oh. Because that's a sort of... I was doing that thing... You know when you're thinking about something? Oh, I see. And then you, like, do that, don't you? Okay. Do you? No, I don't. Um, Sarah Helton is your new favourite person because she got us mentioned 
on our Sarah got us mentioned on off air with Jane and, and Times, Fee. Times Times Radio. Yes, Fee Jane read out her letter, didn't she? I, I couldn't tell email. who was talking. No, it's quite hard to tell who's who. Mm. But it was Jane, because Jane's the, the Archer fan. Uh, well, listens to the Archers. Fee Glover hates the Archers, or doesn't right. listen to the Archers. I don't know if she hates it. And, um, <coughs> yes. Mm. Anyway, Sarah said, I wrote to Jane and Fee about my love of the Archers and how it connects me with my amazing friend Anna, who sadly died suddenly and unexpectedly last year at the age of just 50. I also referenced Harriet being mistaken for Fee and my love of Ambridge on the couch. This all features at about 15 minutes into the Monday, March 6th episode of the podcast Off Air. And we listened and there it was. It was such a thrill. <laughs> such a she thrill. She said your name and everything. She said, my, she? Na- she said my name like I was just like a, a celebrity colleague. Like a real person. Harriet Carmichael. Oh, yeah. 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 Amber John the Couch. Oh, yeah. Amber John the Couch. Yeah. yeah. Harriet Carmichael. Right pain in the arse. I'm forever <laughs> confused with her. God, she gets around, doesn't she? Not her again. Always trying, always trying to be mentioned. Where's that Carmichael thing? Yes. <laughs> um. uh, yes, that was that was a that was a little bit of a thrill. So thank you for that. Uh, Julie Bacon, Madam Chair, uh, wants to reply to us about a the zeal of the newly converted, and also people <laughs> getting married in Lent. Because somebody oh, yes. emailed and said we got married in Lent, but we had to, we could put flowers in, but we had to take them all away immediately afterwards. We weren't allowed to leave them in the church. Yeah. So, okay. So that makes so so that's a good compromise. Yeah. Uh, Julie says, "Dear lovely Ambers on the couches, in response to your query about whether converts behave like harassment, all I can say is that I probably did behave a bit like him when my faith came to life in a new way in the early two thousands. Luckily, I had a wonderful and very patient vicar." Here are a few Lent facts. Lent starts on Ash Wednesday and Lent lasts for facts. forty days. Lent facts. Sorry, I was just, I was just, I was putting something behind it to give you a bit of Lent facts. Some churches treat every Sunday as a feast day, celebrating the resurrection. So Lenten dis- disciplines can be set aside, and you don't count as part of the forty days. Break open the chalky biscuits. Yes, they do count, and gin. The fourth Sunday of Lent is Mothering Sunday, a.k.a. Refreshment Sunday, a point for setting aside Lenten restrictions, even if you're adopting a more hardcore position on the other Sundays. It's a day off your Lent? Yep. Oh, my gosh. Julie, thank you. Um, You probably wouldn't have flowers on Sundays in church, even though Sundays are feast days. Nobody said it was logical. But there's no reason why people can't get married during Lent and have flowers if they want. They'd probably be encouraged to take them away with them. I would be reluctant to conduct a wedding between Good Friday and Easter Day because the period known as the Triduum, Latin for three days, is regarded as the most solemn part of the church year. Finally, in many churches, the word Alleluia is banned during Lent. Some even do a thing called burying the Alleluia on the Sunday before Lent starts and then whip it out again joyfully on Easter Day. Who amongst us hasn't whipped it out joyfully on Easter Day? (laughs) If you wanted to upset such a church, you could always run in during Lent and shout the A word before running off. Although I can't imagine why anyone would want to. I'm sure I've told you more. Now put that idea into into somebody's head. But regard it as duty as spiritual advisor to the Ambridge on the Couch Patreon steering group in addition to being Madam Chair. I absolutely, I love all these facts. Yeah. 
I love, I love that. Uh, but mostly I love that there's a day off in the middle of Lent. Yes, and I didn't know that. So oh. now you can eat chocolate, can't you? Yay, especially it's because it's Mothering Sunday. Yes. So make sure you tell you. all your children, Mummy would like chocolate, darling. Well, I, I think Mummy might be away skiing on Mothering oh, Sunday, really? actually. So I'll just be eating all the chocolate I can anyway. So your children will be sitting at home crying, saying, <laughs> we've made all these things for Mother and she's not here. She is not doing her mothering. She is drunk on the slopes with her friends. But we are here, blacking the grate. Mm. <laughs> it's just absent Mother Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if Mothering Sunday is about enjoying yourself as a mother, the best way to do it is to not be with your children. Um, Richard Keeling says, Apologies if I come across as a bit grumpy. I did not manage to get Eurovision tickets today. And as a homosexual male, I feel I failed in life. I am sorry. Is it just me or is a few days after the funeral the ideal time to start going through Jenny's things? By the sounds of it, she had half the ladies' department of Underwoods in the house. No wonder Brian wanted shot of it. The house must feel huge now. Also, how big was this box that had all the children's things in? There were wellies, teeth, a makeup head thing. <laughs> I had visions of it being like Mary Poppins' bag and was waiting for Adam to say, Oh, look, it's a six foot floor lamp I had in my bedroom as a teenager. <laughs> Can we please have one storyline where one archer doesn't just benefit another? Josh has a spare room, so decides to give it to Lily. Isn't she a full time student? How's she going to afford it? Especially if she's having a takeaway a week. You know who'd be a great housemate? Paul. <coughs> Paul. He works at the vets, which is right by the stables. He works, so can pay rent, and he's a hoot. Obadi isn't related to you, so therefore can't possibly mm. be an option. If Good Paul point. is not in that spare room by Friday, I'll be madder than a very mad Lee. All the love, <laughs> Richard. Well, you, you yeah, that's a, that's a good shout, isn't it? It's all, it all has to be family, 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 uh, family first. Yeah. Um, you know who that box should have gone to of clothes? Joy. Oh, oh no, yes. it's menswear. No, menswear. She used to work oh. in menswear, didn't she? Not ladieswear. Oh. Sorry. Um, Philip Bailey, dear lovely Lucy in Hartrop Harriet. Thanks. Just a minor rant this week. <laughs> Just a minor one. There appears to be an unwelcome return of the unnecessary and unrealistic trend of referring to familial relationships at every opportunity. I noticed that, didn't I? I said last week it was all about exposition. Yeah. Yep. Well, she is your aunt after all and all that. Yeah. Auntie Shula this and Auntie Lily and that. Even Lizzie referring to Auntie Shula in a conversation with Lily. This has always grated with me ever since the good old Auntie Cardboard days with Christine only I'd ever identified as Auntie, even by people went into their 50s. If Lily and Josh were talking together, would they really refer to Auntie Bloody Shula so frequently? Chelsea even got an Uncle Neil in last week. I'm a 57-year-old miserable git and I have grown-up conversations (laughs) about my aunts and uncles without shoehorning Auntie and Uncle every bloody time. David Elizabeth would do the same. Her name is Shula, for flip's sake. I know that scriptwriters are always keen to remind you or casual listeners of who is related to whom, but sod them and stop it. Keep up the good work. But when we, when I was little, we only called my aunts and uncle. We just called them by their first names. But I was always envious of my friends who called them like Auntie Julie or... Uncle but we Rob. called everybody auntie uh, and uncle. And yeah, it, it, I, it was quite tricky to work out who actually was our auntie <laughs> and uncle. Properly was. But I used to think that was really lovely because mm. it seems to make you closer to them or sound like you're closer. So I think it's just a habit in a family, is it? Either you do it or you don't. Yeah. I we think still it's do really it. nice. I still can't bring myself to call <laughs> your <my> sister's godmother <laughs> Sue. I still call her auntie Sue. It's ridiculous. Is she, is she in her 70s? Yeah. <laughs> Auntie Sue. A a, a Sue should always be an Auntie Sue. That should be a rule. Um, 
my favourite was my my mother kept in touch with her midwife who was called Mrs. Fairy. So the woman oh, wow. that delivered me was called Mrs. Fairy. Oh, that's so sweet. And Lucy. I used to think that she, I used to get a sort of confused in my head and think she was some sort of fairy godmother. Oh, and we, well, she had she a little was. tiny cottage by the edge of a lake. And we used to go and see her. We used to go and see Mrs. Fairy. Wow. Are you sure it wasn't a dream? So I know. It seems like that. Yeah. Oh, yes. I bet she baked cakes. She did. Oh. And the thing I was fascinated by was her husband who had false oh. teeth that didn't oh. fit very well. So Ooh. when he smiled, the teeth would sometimes sort of snap down on their own and I quite liked that. <laughs> anyway. That um, does sound like a Millie Molly Mandy book or something. I uh, was wanging on about aphasia last week and being very cynical and saying I yes. was just calling it because... Of yes, you were being cynical. Yes, and Sally Kedge has taken me to task. She is speech and language therapy person. Right. She said it is not the same as dementia. It's an acquired language impairment which results from brain damage. Oh, right. Often occurs oh. post-stroke or might be associated with a brain tumour or other issue. Oh, interesting. Does it mean that you basically lose the power of speech? Oh, is that mummy? Oh, that's Rex. Don't worry. He's actually looking for the girls. They've gone up to hide from him. Oh. I know. I'm just, it's better if I don't get involved. Okay. <laughs> He'll... Oh, it's heartbreaking. <laughs> well, because my daughter's got her friend over oh, and it's oh. just them and Rex. Rex is supposed to be watching telly, but yeah, they've shut the door on him. So, right, it's, oh. it's good for, apparently it's, all, yeah, apparently it's absolutely brilliant for kids just to sort it out amongst themselves mm. without any parental involvement. <laughs> and convenient as well as brilliant. Yeah, very convenient. Um, she said it's language production or comprehension which has affected the person oh, right. experience word finding problems or might have great difficulty making sense of the language others are using. But their right. other cognitive skills might be unimpaired. So it it's, lit. it's got nothing to do with dementia. And writing. Well, then she was blooming well right to bring you up on it. Yes. Yes. Because you just thought it was posh dementia. Yes. I thought it was media dementia. Media, <laughs> media dementia. <laughs> I'm going to look it up, actually. She also says, is Nolly Tando going to take the box from her auntie Shooters and have oh! everyone with history? Yes, she is. <laughs> everyone with history. Would you like some history? I've got loads. Um, <laughs> I love how she was just brought back yeah. for the history. I had no it's idea she was a teacher. No, nobody did. Nobody yeah. did until two weeks ago. And now she's just history, history, history. Yeah. But I don't care because I like Nolly. I like her. So She's a good actress, stay. isn't she? She is good, yeah. She just she just sounds really normal and mm. yeah, doesn't try too hard, does she? Um, uh, Sophie Peel, who initially sent us that lovely wasabi that we had. Oh, the wasabi mayonnaise, Lucy. I know. I actually am sort of waiting for summer to return so I can have because it's not a very wintry thing, is it? Like salmon, because it's so nice with salmon. Salmon and, and new potatoes and, um, oh, and wasabi mayonnaise. A joy. But anyway, her. Anyway, she says that she heard Fabrice and his report on the shortage of vegetables. Oh, yeah. And says there is no shortage of watercress because it's grown in flowing spring water. Even though it's being grown in Spain until the UK season starts in yes, May. Yes, so I, I was about to say, I know for a fact, because I grew up in watercress, watercress country, Lisa. Even though you think I grew up in Hampstead, I actually grew up in watercress uh, territory and so i know that the season is may yes oh so we get it from spain until now yeah and uh oh. she said uh she was trying to work out a way of reminding us about that how do you say it alsford 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 
Allsford Watercrest Festival. It's on Sunday, May di- the 21st. It is in my diary. It's been in my diary for months. <laughs> we um, are definitely going to school trip. Sorry, not going skiing or mustique, oh, maybe. Oh, God, it clashes with the south of France. Oh, no, no, no. not ask it again. Oh, Allsford. Sorry, I thought you meant... <laughs> give me something. Give me something. No, nope, you're on your own. <laughs> <laughs> Can you just cut something in there? Yes, all right then. It's a completely strange voice. Alton Towers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, it's in my diary because we're going on a school trip. Yes, we are. We are. Can't um, wait. Uh, yes. So, um, I actually so did. Nice did I tell you I genuinely went on a school trip? One of my first school trips at primary school was to the Watercrest Farm nearby. Fascinating it was. Can't remember anything about it, obviously. But I know that Watercrest grows in water. Water. Um, Becky Sheaves also thought Lily was suggesting... Are we going to meet there then? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, uh, Becky Sheaves uh, also thought that Lily was suggesting gay nights at the stables. (laughs) And then realised that he said game nights. I mean, honestly, she just... But I really hope Freddie moves in. Oh, it's going to be organised fun, isn't it? There's going to be a rotor and a cal. Fun! Oh my god! Thursdays is fun night. Josh, we're not allowed fun on Wednesdays. Oh my god! Um, I'm not being funny, but that was my egg. (laughs) Um, the state of the bathrooms. It's absolutely disgusting. (laughs) Daniel Millichip says. This week, Adam Automatron Macy, Automatron <laughs> Macy, realised his own consciousness and became self-aware. Oh. It's just strange seeing something written before I was born. What will he make of the Magna Carta, Shakespeare, or anything pre bloody nineteen sixty-seven? Ah, very good. My plot prediction must inevitably be, therefore, that the Terminator will be landing in Ambridge shortly for the robot uprising. Chelsea, <laughs> Linda, and Jim must save us all. Ta-ra for now, Daniel. <coughs> good. Oh, oh, hello. Oh. I tell you what, go up there and say if they play with you, they can have chocolate. No! Yeah, one they, second. They, they don't Rexy, run up and say, say Mummy's going to give them chocolate if they play with you. Okay? Really, really quick, because I'm nearly finished. Good boy, well done. Good boy. Yep, it's all kicking off. Oh, that was. <laughs> they're not playing nice! <laughs> That's the trouble with having a younger sibling, isn't it? Because I if know. you have your friends over, yeah. obviously your parents are like, you got to play with the little one. Yeah. But of course they don't want him ruining their game. No. But anyway. Oh, Not really so my problem sweet, for the next though. two minutes. Um, yeah, really. No, he is. He is cute. They got, well, they've got such cute voices at that yeah. age, haven't they? Timmy yes. is not playing nice. <laughs> um, do you remember um, Helen Salim, who's got Naya? Yes, I do. Yes. Weren't they our dream family? Yes. I got a bit stalky over them, didn't you I? I wanted did. to move in. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, she says, I'm thinking about painting at Lower Loxley and its links to slavery. It's such a tricky subject. I'm a white mum of two brown children. My husband is Kenyan and more than likely has relatives who were mistreated at the hands of the British when Kenya was colonised. I've, I've just said colonised. I meant colonised. <laughs> I've often heard the phrase, it's not enough to not be racist, you have to be anti-racist, mm. and totally agreed with it, but wondered how to be anti-racist, especially for the sake of my children. She said she thinks it's playing out true to life. She would leave the painting exactly as it is, 
put a picture or plaque a couple of metres down from it saying something like, did you notice that? And then with a brief description of what the painting actually showed and how it depicted links to slavery. Then with a paragraph on how we often miss racism going on around us because we're so used to it or because we're not actively looking for it. That way they're not erasing history, but I think it would be a really memorable and challenging way to bring the issue to people's attention. Yeah, I mean, I think it's probably obligatory, isn't it, it at, at galleries now? I mean, yeah. well, especially big ones or like the National Trust or yeah. the anything national with the world national in it. I think it's probably obligatory to have... To a bit have, of an explainer, just to say we yes. are aware of this, we know it's problematic. Yeah, and to yeah, ex- ex- exactly. Yeah, 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 exactly. And and makes you think. But then that's the thing: is that enough, Lucy? Well, that's, that's we see. That's the question. Yeah. But that's the question, isn't it? So yes, that's you. Obviously, yeah, though, because that's brilliant. Because you know, it makes yeah. you makes you look again, doesn't it? And and relook at that the relook entirely at the past and yeah and things that we never used to think about well it's really, reparations but... rather than flagellation because flagellation doesn't really get you anywhere unless you're no so but you put the plaque Mosley, but then but then what do you but that's the thing isn't it is yeah. just putting the plaque there is that enough i mean yeah. that's what they said didn't they this yeah. week but but yes that's very yeah. interesting that's why i really like it because it's such a current debate yeah. and it's so it's it's really um it's so thought-provoking yes and yeah and and it's good to be good to have that sort of stuff going on in the arches oh hello rex (laughs) i know you're sad are they not letting you play with them are they not letting you play they're not letting me play. That's very mean. Yeah, I can understand that. But do you think you maybe you should watch a bit of telly to cheer you up? I I like I like I and they they want chocolate. They want chocolate. They don't want chocolate. Yeah, I like having a chocolate biscuit. Oh, good. Yes, yes. And um, and Lucy's doggy wants a chocolate biscuit too. Say hi, Cooper. Hi, Cooper. <laughs> he wants to come in and see you, Rex. He's bouncing around outside now. <laughs> right, I'm just gonna. You go and watch some TV, and I'll come in a minute. Okay, good, good boy. Well done. Sorry about that. Oh, he's adorable. <laughs> I am sad. He loves being sad. Though. He loves telling. <laughs> he loves telling people if he's sad, if he's cold, <laughs> if he's hungry. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> just he basically just likes reporting you to Childline. That's kind of <laughs> yeah. Basically, I'm neglected. Like, <laughs> if only you. If only you could hear the news. If only you knew what was going on in the world. <coughs> no. Um. Yeah. All. All. All interesting. Yeah. Interesting stuff. <laughs> completely forgotten what we were just talking about yeah no we were talking about talking about the painting yes anyway and it's very very bbc as well isn't it it is very bbc but actually slightly more measured and not their normal a level yes exactly exactly nothing nothing was dictatic or it was just yeah this isn't this is this is a really yeah i that's why that's why it was good wasn't it i don't know what dictatic means but i like it (laughs) dick dictatic dictatic (laughs) Yes. Anyway. <laughs> don't um, be a dick. Tatic. Don't, don't, tack, yeah. What, yeah. Yes, well, we're leaving Harriet with her dictaticity. Um, let's go over to Radio Borchester. Oh, God, yeah. Where Febreze is enjoying a tour of Lower Loxley. 
Was that, I haven't read the script yet. Was that, is it before or after the painting episode? It's before. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> so might there have to be an updated version of that sketch as well? Yes, Chelsea's now the sensitivity coordinator. Can you imagine? Oh my god. <laughs> um. Radio here. Colin, Colin, it is snow again. I do not know where I am. I have taken all my spring jeggings to dry cleaner and now I have to get my fur bolero out again and I think the moths have eat it. There is chunk taken out of it. Will there be more, Colin? Yes. Snow? Oh, oh no. Hello, hello. This is me, Fabrisa Felbrisham, looking like I've just stepped out of the salon because I have. Fabrice is beginning a new life of culture. No more come dine with me. Now is going to be all about university challenges and Lucy Worsley dressing up as the Magna Carta programmes. So today I did you a broadcasting outside at our local site of special historical interest, Lower Loxley. Oh, hello Chelsea. I forgot you work here moving tea bags about. I am looking for my tour guide. I have booked special bespoken tour of Lower Loxley to learn about heritage and history. I'm actually a highly skilled oratory operative, but today it's me. I'm your bespoke heritage tour guide. Normally, I don't do the whole slave labour thing, but the milk frother has gone out of control in the orangery, so we've all had to move out of range because of health and safety, so I said I'd take you round. Well... Okay. I was worried it would be that man called Cliff with leather elbow, so even though we are deadly competition rivals, I am happy is you. I have done my own work. Graham gave me book I should read called The Lives of the Chudes, but it was too heavy to lift, so I just watch old box set of Bridgerton instead. Oh, yeah, we're big on the Chudes at Lower Loxley. Now, if you turn round and look... No, stop. I mean... Don't just turn round, because now you're facing the same way again. Turn round and then stop and look behind you. This is the front elevation of Lower Loxley. It was built quite a while back. You could tell that by the beams and the crisscrossy windows. Them little slits in the bit of the top. They was where they fired the arrows through. The Chudes? Who were they firing the arrows at? Um, the Cavaliers? Or the roundabouts. Well, one of them a lot from the English Civil War, I bet. We had that reenactment lot there the other week. Reenacted all over the place. Fires everywhere and people hammering metal and making funny bread. It was all going well until Oliver Cromwell backed his courser into the portaloos. Right. Let us move inside to further explore the secret life of Lower Loxley. Cliffs and I had to do it like that, like I was some sort of teachery ghost. But it just sounds like I need a poo. Oh my god, look at these pictures! Look at that woman in blue hat. She looked like John Prescott. 
She have skinny little dog with her and he look frightened. I don't blame him. I think he thinks she might eat him. Welcome to the baronial hall. This is where all the banquets will be held and we have replicated this for our visitors. But please do not try and eat the baked meats as they are Play-Doh covered in emulsion. So, in the olden days, Lady Fanny Parger would sit at this end of the table and shout her head off down the other end to her beloved husband, Lord Francis. What's going on up your end, Fanny? He would shout. This does not look much like Bridgerton. It is very cold, for starter. No one has big cleavage or lip gloss. All pictures are of ugly faces with little squinty eye, and I have not seen one pair of straining breeches. Bridgerton is always straining breeches. If people are not falling out of their tops, they are popping out of their bottoms. I know. Disappointing, isn't it? I thought this would be a right laugh working here, all Downton Abbey and that, but it's just Freddy wafting around whinging and me and Grundy changing all the sides round. I don't know why she does that. She's obsessed. So, do you want the rest of the tour then, or what? Hmm, I don't think so. Unless you get a lot more excite. I suggested we ran a zip wire off the roof, but for some reason Elizabeth didn't go for it. So, no, it doesn't. Okay, let's see if Orangey is open again. Then we can have some heritage hot chocolate and the Victorian sponge instead. I cannot do any more history. I am exhausted. So, thank you to me and to Chelsea Horrible, who I must say was very good tour guide and should stick to that and not try and be hairdresser. That is my toppy history tip. Bye! Radio Borsetshire Can you do this last bit because my voice Yes, is of course, my dear. Sorry, one sec. If you would like to visit patreon.com and look up Ambridge on the Couch, you can support us at any subscription level. Can I say hi to one of our newest Patreons, Lucy? Yes, and you start uh, milking it. Yes. No, I know because I've got such a lovely um, friend who listens and he's called Shash. And if you're listening, Shash... You have to text me to prove that you actually are listening. <laughs> no, 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 no. I just want to say hi and thank you for listening. He's just Patreoned us to shut you up going so, on about it. So nice. God, no, if I, I was Patreon, she would stop asking me if I listened. God. <laughs> and another lovely friend, Teresa, said she might tune in to Hello, this episode. Teresa. So if and she's listening. You're very kind. Very, very, very kind. kind. What did I say to Rufus the other day? I said something like, um, oh, I don't know. I, I said something like, oh, I'm not even going to say because he was so rude. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> he was so rude about how many people listen to the show, Lucy. Really? We, well, he was making a sort of, you know, what's the word? Well, Facetious yeah. joke. All right. Well, we're not Anton Deck. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I know, exactly. But we have thousands and thousands of listeners. 15,000. And I was like just nonchalant. I mean, I hardly ever do it, but occasionally I check the chartable charts. Mm. We're always in there. Yes, just we our are. our little picture of a pig and a sheep. Yeah. Always in there. Yeah. Anyway, so thank you so much. Thank you very much, listeners. And uh, pa- pa- Patreons, thank you so much for Patreoning us. 
Look up Ambridge on the Couch and you can support us at any subscription level. You can find us on Facebook, we think, on Twitter at, <laughs> at on Ambridge. I don't know if anyone's across the Facebook stuff. Febreze is at Fabulous Febreze. Or you can email us at Ambridge on the Couch at gmail.com. That's Ambridge on the Couch at gmail.com. Now, this is from Matt. And he said he could not find a link as to... Well, I can find a link, actually. He's running out of links. <laughs> I know. He's, he's, do you remember a song called Perhaps, Perhaps, Perhaps? Doris Day. Perhaps, perhaps, perhaps. perhaps. Well, yeah. this is his version of that. Oh, I like that he's going into sort of songs yes, rather than because, um, TV um, shows. I think it's because of everybody changing their minds about everything. Kate <laughs> saying she's going to leave... Um, uh, spiritual hummus Adam saying right that's it I'm putting the letter in the bin no I've got the letter out of the bin I'm not interested in Paddy Redmayne yes I want to look up Eddie Redmayne so yes Eddie Redmayne and Paddy O'Connor is it the one on Broadcasting House <laughs> who who if anybody can get us a mention on Broadcasting House I actually might die and go to heaven because I love Paddy from Bro- do you listen to it BH no. I know JP you don't listen to Broadcasting House on Sundays no 9 to 10 yeah, I know it's, when it's on. I don't. It's the only news I listen to, really. Okay, that explains because I love Paddy. I love him. Okay, and if anyone can get us a mention on that, I keep talking really to JP about us and saying which JP? Oh, JP that JP. Devlin, yeah. Oh, J. Oh no. Oh, who? Which JP? He's called. Oh, JP, JP Devlin. Yeah, a famous person. Yeah, and saying, you know. We could be we could be on talking about the archers, and I've tried to, every link I could possibly think of to no avail, Harriet. Um. Anyway, well, we want to be on more things. Thanks. Yes. Well, now you'd, you'd be really good, Lucy. Actually, as a guest, you'd be brilliant because you're you know you can chat about anything. Would you not? No, I'd be awful. I'd just go red and just giggle and be Sorry, really just annoying. Put Rex on. He could just. <laughs> I'm sad. <laughs> yeah, I'll just go on there and go, I'm sad. <laughs> if you don't listen, I'll be sad. <laughs> Can I have a chocolate biscuit? <laughs> no, I'd be dreadful, but you'd be an absolutely brilliant guest. Well, thank you. So, I'm only saying that because I'm poorly sick and you're trying to make no, me No, I'm not you. saying that. Because I'm saying it because you're fabulous, as I was saying to my friends this week, fabulous broadcast, fabulous broadcaster, Lucy. Really? Broadcaster, writer, comedian, all round. Who is this? And what have you done with Harriet Carmichael? Release her. <laughs> is this some sort of kidnap attempt? <laughs> What's the code word? I'm buttering you up. For, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm worried no. about. What for? Anyway. <laughs> Shall I now? Uh, anyway, sorry, I'm... sorry. Back to Matt, back to Matt. Yeah. Yes, so this is perhaps, perhaps, perhaps. Uh, Brilliant. Via the archers. And I'm not going to talk after it because I need to go and have some more lip oh, sip and a lie right, But you, you, You've been so brilliant during the podcast, I forgot you were ill. So get well soon. I go and have up, a sleep. I had a lot of whiskey in that cup, I think. Oh, good. Quite nice. Oh, and you and your day nurses. Yeah. Me, de- me two day nurses and my Sharon and Margaret. Down very well. Mm. <laughs> good. <laughs> right, go to press it, press it. No. And, and give Rexy a big cuddle from me. Oh, I will do. And, and one for Cooper. Thank you very much. And to yes. William. Yes, I think Cooper's and to around. more smelly than Rex, anyway. <laughs> okay, I will press play. Get well soon. Bye. Now, bye.
Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.